On our last episode, we talked about being addicted to social media, addicted to scrolling, and being in love with getting likes. If you haven't listened to it, back up and start in episode 14 for part one. Today, in part two, we're going to talk about discernment, how to pull away from the endless scrolling and get back to your life. Because listen, the Bible tells us that life is a vapor. It appears for a time and then it vanishes away. And do we really want to be spending our precious time with our phones or the people we love most? I'm going to give you tips and encouragement to put down your phone, overcome the obsession, and start living in real life again. Are you just so tired of feeling broken? Do you want to take a deep breath and know that everything's going to be okay? That even when you slip, you have something to fall back on? Listen, I see you. Welcome to the Broken to Bless podcast. Here you'll find answers as we shine a light on some of the deepest inner struggles and spiritual battles we face today. My mission is to help you build a strong foundation of faith, kick old mindset habits to the curb, and refocus on what really matters. Hi there, I'm Randy, a wife, a mom, and saved by grace. I've struggled with depression, anxiety, and addiction issues since forever. But after surrendering to God in 2020, my life did a 180. He gave me a new heart, a new purpose, and a new life. It didn't matter that I was broken, because I'm made whole with Him, and you can be too. It's never too late for us to be redeemed. God has a good plan for each of us and a path for restoration. So if you're ready to live by faith, find peace, be present, and trust where your life is going, then listen up. It's time to let go of who you think you are and step into who God created you to be. Let's do this. Hello, welcome to another episode of Broken to Blessed, part two of our social media week. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, FYI, I have to tell you that I'm recovering from a cold, so if sometimes I sound a little off, it's because I'm trying to get better, y'all. Feeling a little sick this week. But that's not going to stop me because, as they say, the show must go on. So here we are. Last time on Addicted to Social Media, we talked about how you get trapped in the cycle. You know, having the apps installed on your phone, constantly checking the notifications, you know, placing your value in other people's approval, you know, loving the likes. That is kind of the focus of what we talked about last time. We talked about signs that you should look for, being addicted, and really just the overall message of idolatry, which is putting other things, and in this case, social media, before your relationship with God. Putting social media as number one. That is something that we need to take inventory of and really ask ourselves, are we putting social media, the need to check this thing, are we putting that before our relationship with God? And honestly, you know, in in our last episode, I do want to say that the younger generation kind of took some of the heat, right? Um, But I really do have to say that, you know, seniors are some of the biggest offenders when it comes to social. I'm for real. Um, Especially Facebook, okay? I cannot tell you how many times I have been talking to someone, boomers, I'm looking at you, 
when they've mentioned Facebook and -and so-and-so posted this and da-da-da-da-da, I do have to say (laughs) that I think that the social media, um, the struggles with social media, I really do feel like it really impacts, you know, my generation, the millennials, and the younger generations after us. But particularly, I'm going to speak from just my experience with being, you know, in the millennial generation, I really feel that it has impacted us in a negative way because here's the thing with seniors, they, maybe they don't get anxiety and depression in the same way. And I feel like this is just from my own observation. I I feel like it's because they got to live their entire lives without social media. And now that it's towards the end of their life, they get to go on there and just enjoy seeing what their kids are posting, their grandkids are posting, and it's a completely different experience for them versus you look at my generation, the millennials, and there's been such a pressure for what to post. You know, a senior, you know, they got to live their entire lives without social media. That means that they were able to make mistakes you know, figure out who, who they are as a person. They were able to live their life, you know, with a sense of privacy because they didn't have to share everything with the entire world. And millennials and the generations after us, we've had to make all our mistakes online and our mistakes are still there online. And so most of our lives at this point have been lived out online And I think that has added to the anxiety. So I know that was a huge rant, but like I really had to say that because I do feel like there is a difference. But how do we break free from this and overcome the obsession? That is the point today. Well, first, we have to admit that there's a problem to begin with. So I want you to ask yourself honestly, and this episode I'm telling you is going to be a bunch of questions that you need to ask yourself. You know, how much time a day am I spending on socials? What could I be doing instead of scrolling and posting? Is my behavior impacting my life in a negative way? So for example, you know, do I feel more anxious or depressed when I'm on social? You know, what feelings come up when I'm there, when I'm scrolling? Do they change? Do I get there and I'm happy for like five seconds and then you know, other things start popping in my brain, ask yourself. And really another important question is, is my behavior impacting my family or friends in a negative way? Are they asking, do you hear all the time? What are you doing on your phone? Why are you on your phone? Or do your children, or is it obvious that they have a hard time getting your undivided attention? So first, We have to admit that there's a problem. We can't fix it unless we recognize there's a problem. And number two, once we recognize this, we can see it for what it is. And this is about learning to discern. Discernment, huge thing. What is good? What is good for me and what is bad for me? 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7 says, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, 
brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. This, I feel like, is such a good example. You know, when you think about what happens when you're on these socials, always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. That is so true because we're constantly absorbing all this information when we get on there, scrolling. All this information is going into our brain, but do we walk away actually learning anything with value? Or are we just like learning a couple life hacks and then seeing what our friends from high school did and the vacations that they went on or the restaurants that they went to or what they ate for lunch or, you know, somebody's kid's basketball game. I mean, are we really learning the truth or are we just filling our brains and our hearts and our souls with mindless junk? We have to ask ourselves that. We have to remember that everything is always filtered through the machine on these platforms. These algorithms, they create an an echo chamber of your opinions, or they learn what triggers you and they show you those things so that you'll get angry. (laughs) We have to see social media for what it is. We have to be like Dorothy and we have to go and look at the man behind the curtain, okay? Oz the Great and Powerful, he was just a dude behind a curtain. We have to see social media for what it is. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, Test all things, hold fast what is good. Hebrews 5.14 But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment, trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. We have to be able to discern what is good for us and what is bad for us. And if we have a problem with social media and we get addicted to falling into the social media trap, we need to recognize that it's not good for us and that we need to get rid of it. Which leads you to another question, but how do I get rid of it, Randy? (laughs) Let me tell you, okay? Here's some tips to break the cycle. And just FYI, I had to break the cycle too, okay? This was something that I had to go through and I had to break the cycle many times over my life, okay? I was addicted to different social media platforms and eventually I realized that it was unhealthy and I had to cut the cord, okay? So here are some tips to help you break the cycle, all right? First off, this is kind of a no-brainer, but remove the apps from your phone, okay? But don't reinstall them. (laughs) Remove them from your phone, And if you need to make a date on the calendar of when you're gonna officially do that, do that, okay? But first off, get the apps off your phone. And then second, practice the POPO principle, okay? That's episode 11, if you haven't listened to it. When I took the apps off of my phone and I started to feel the itch to start scrolling, I'd make myself go have a real conversation with someone. Or if you have to, text somebody, but do not reinstall the apps on your phone. But it can be as easy as going and asking your spouse or your child or your friend, whatever. So what'd you do today? 
how are you doing? Ask them a question. Just listen to what they have to say. It doesn't have to be about you. Just go and try to have a meaningful conversation for five minutes. Because with the Popo principle, and like I said, I explain it in episode 11 if you haven't listened to it, but you have to put off and you have to put on. You can't just put off not getting on social media, but not put on anything good because then you're just going to reinstall the apps and you're just going to go right back to what you're doing. So we have to figure out, okay, when I get the itch to go scroll, I'm going to do blank instead. And you might have to think about this. It might take you, you know, a week to think about what could you replace it with, but replace it with something good. Don't replace it with something negative. Okay. Um, And for longer periods of time, you're going to have to come up with activities that involve real life. Okay. Like I said, you have to replace the old habits with new habits, but healthy new habits, not trading addictions. Okay. So don't install a game on your phone and then just get addicted to gaming. Okay. Cause that's not going to solve your problem. You're just going to have another problem, but we need to think of things for, you know, the short periods of time and the longer periods of time. So another tip is for people that you want to stay in touch with, stay in touch in real life. Okay. Call them, text them, talk to them. You will find out who your real friends are when you step away from social media. When you have a birthday, you will find out who actually is your friend and who is just sending you a birthday message because Facebook reminded them. Okay. It is very telling when you get off of social media and you see who is going to reach out to you, or if you reach out to them, who responds. Okay. There were people that I thought we were still going to be friends after I got rid of social media. And if I, texted them, they didn't text me back. That showed me that they weren't really my friend. Okay. They were only friends with me because I was on social media and they were bored and they were looking at my posts. I don't know. If you have to, for a period of time, keep Facebook messenger, cause I know that's a different app than the Facebook app itself. If you need to do that for a period of time where you just are messaging people. Okay totally get that. But we need to make sure that we are eliminating the, um, the temptation to scroll, the temptation to mindlessly scroll. Another thing you can do, another tip, read more. Yes, read. <laughs> the Bible, other Christian materials, nonfiction, fiction, whatever. Read, pick up a book. I'm telling you, I used to read a lot before social media. And it's so much harder to keep your attention. You will realize that when you've trained your brain to read short little bits of things, you sit down to try to read a book and you're like, wow, there's a lot of words on this page. Okay. Your brain's like, whoo, I got to tackle a whole paragraph. But you have to train your brain. You have to train the muscle to read again. And reading, we all should be reading y'all, not just online. We should be reading real books in real life. Another thing you can do is write by hand. Yes, do some writing, 
do some reflection. I'm not really a person that journals, but I will do Bible study or I have different books that I'll work through and I will write. I will take notes in church. I will practice writing by hand. It's a dying art form. (laughs) You know, you can listen to another thing. You could listen to podcasts more, you know, not just my podcast, but other good for you podcasts, other Christian podcasts, things that are going to get your mind in the right place and not in the wrong place. Spend time with your family more. Go on a walk. Take your kids to the park. Play with your dog. Just don't get on social media. Start to experience real life and get back to real life. You know, it's going to feel weird. And you might feel empty somewhere inside. Like you just want to go and just see what other people are doing online. But you you have to wrangle in those feelings. You have to be like, no, I know what's on the other side of that. And when you see it for what it is, it will make it easier. When you understand what you're trading, the time you're trading, the emotions that you're going to feel when you get online, it does make it easier when you remind yourself, that's why I'm not going to get on there. If you feel like you have to do a fast, I would say ideally, I would suggest doing a fast for three months, okay? At least one month, but honestly, the longer, the better, Because when you get off of social media for three months, you will get back on and you're going to feel a way. You're going to feel a different way about it. And I think that, you know, if you go, if you do multiple fasts, eventually I think you'll be able to do a permanent fast if that's something that you're interested in. You know, I can't tell you what is good for you. I, I know what's good for Randy. What's good for Randy is not being on social media at all. That's not good for me. But you have to decide what's good for you. What do you think is going to benefit you? And so at the very least, you can set a timer on one of these apps that like locks you out of your phone after a certain amount of time. But keep in mind that if you have an issue with social media, you're playing with fire. Okay? As a dog returns to his vomit, so does a person repeat their folly. And that's why we have to po-po, okay? We have to put off and we have to put on. And so, like I said, this is like a muscle that's weak, but eventually you will be strong. You will get stronger. The shine of social media will wear off and you won't be a slave to it anymore when you see it for what it is, empty. Galatians 4.8 says, Formerly, when you did not know God, you were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. Social media is not a god. It pretends to be one. People treat it like it's one. But it's not. It's not the true God. It's just an algorithm of madness. And when you're away from social for a while, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do I miss it? If yes, what am I missing? Do any of these people actually impact my real life? Are they involved at all? Or are we only connected by a screen? If you miss any positive influences, is there a way that you can connect offline? And if I choose to go back, why would that be? Are there valid reasons for why you would go back to social media or are they selfish reasons? 
Is this going to bring me closer to God or is it going to pull me away and take me farther away? Revelation 9.20 says, The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk. Psalm 135, starting in verse 15. The idols of the nations are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, nor is their breath in their mouths. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. What are you putting your trust in today? Are you treating social media like an idol, like a block of wood, something that can't fulfill you? Even when you think it can, it won't. I haven't had social media in a couple years, and I'm telling you, it's life-changing. I don't have the pressure of having to post anything personal. I have my podcast, but I'm, I'm not on social media, y'all. I'm not promote. I don't have the pressure of promoting any of that. I'm trusting God that he is going to take care of it. And I'm not going to be present on things like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and whatever they come out with next. So I'll leave you at this. Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I know that I want the Lord to be proud of me. And at the end of my life, I want him to say, well done. If you stay on social media, and if you feed this addiction, if you are addicted to social media and you feed this addiction, at the end of your life, will God say, well done? So I hope that this episode has given you a lot of questions and a lot of things to think about and given you encouragement that there is life beyond social media. We can break the cycle and we can overcome the obsession. We just have to see it for what it is and we have to make a constant effort sometimes every single day to get rid of this for good. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, please be sure to give this episode a star rating and head over to brokentobless.com where I have more articles and help for overcoming addiction, getting over your anxiety, and stop feeling depressed. Thank you so much for listening. I pray this blesses you, and I will catch you next time.